What's up, sister girls, and welcome to another episode of the Bougie Black Girls Podcast with your favorite host, Nikki G. Yep, that's me. Go ahead, sit back, relax, and get ready for the show. All right, guys, so for today's topic, we're talking about keeping your yoni clean. Mm-hmm. Woo! Mm-hmm. What a juicy topic. So... I chose this today mostly because (laughs) although I feel like I'm good at it, I still have days where I'm like, is it, am I good down there? You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, oh, a little right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But what I've noticed is like through talking to, oh, today we also have Tori back with us. Um, So what I've noticed with talking to Tori is that we actually have some of the same concerns and some of the same thoughts when it comes to this topic. So I was kind of like, let's see what happens when we start recording. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What are, what are some things that you think about when it comes to like that topic, keeping your vagina for people that don't know what Yoni is, keeping your vagina clean, healthy, balanced. Like what are some things that you think about on a day to day? Okay. So what I mostly think about honestly is how I smell. You know, I think that is the most important thing. I feel like sometimes, and I just got started, I'm, I'm, you know, in my late 20s right now, you know, and my mom didn't teach me anything about vaginal care and things yeah. like that. So I'm learning as I go. But my first important thing is to, like, smell myself, you know, on, like, just literally physically take my hands and smell myself to right. see how I smell. Right. So that I know where to make the adjustment. Right. Because sometimes, you know, we go through these periods of sweatiness, of ovulation, of discharge, of menstrual periods, and we don't know what each, what, what, what each stage should, what, like, smell like. Smell or, like. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I actually grew up in a complete opposite household. So mm-hmm. ha- having a mother that worked in that field um, of OBGYN, like, she kept me really informed on how I'm supposed to take care of myself. Yeah. And I mean, not to the detail or anything, but like, if ever I had a question, she had an answer. Mm-hmm. So even down to talking about the different steps of our cycles and how that changes the scent and things like that, it's like... I still have questions. Yeah. Even having a mother in the household that I could ask questions to, I still, as an adult, have a completely different set of questions. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I faced things that my mom maybe didn't. Yeah. And so, um, I think about it probably daily. Yeah. <laughs> Just about, like, is it healthy down there? Am I right down there? Yeah. I think that, um, I don't know if this makes any difference either, but for me personally, being in a long-term relationship changed my thoughts on it Mm -hmm. um I think it was because I'm with the same person every day so now every day that person can actually tell the differences yeah whereas if you have a different partner every time you have sex they don't know what you smell like this time or whatever so it's like I don't know for I think that I'm healthy because I never stink Mm -hmm. per se I might have a scent but it doesn't ever stink Mm -hmm. but still to go from a time period where you don't have a scent at all and then suddenly you have a scent. Yeah. And your partner's like, wait, that's different. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> you okay? It's a tang in there. I didn't I didn't expect right. tang. I expect water. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> almost hit it. <laughs> but that's what I expect. 
I spit <laughs> water. Not saying. I'm crying. Um, but yeah, so I think that the whole topic is interesting. So what are some things that, like, okay, so let's say you have a time frame where you do feel like you're a little off. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you do? Okay, like, being that I, in my early 20s, I didn't really know what to do. So I would just go to straight Walmart and go get some honest bad baby and just... <laughs> You know, do that three day real quick. You know what I'm saying? Because I just never knew. You know what I'm saying? Just but assumed th- everything was a yeast infection. I, just, I literally just assumed that everything was a yeast infection until I went to the gynecologist and she was like, "No, baby, you have a BV." I'm like, "Sis." And and what's funny, and a lot of people don't know this, but trying to treat a bacterial infection with the stuff to treat a yeast infection will actually make your bacterial infection worse. worse. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't know. So basically, I was. You were giving it bacteria. Basically, you know, and because we're so in the unknown about it, especially women, women don't like having conversations about their vagina unless it's come unless it's coming from a state of I'm gonna pop this pussy and I'm gonna shake that ass. Right. You know what I'm saying? So so obviously I had to <laughs> I had to learn the hard way. Right. Um but yeah. It's really funny, like even this topic I was uh hesitant to do. I wanted to do this conversation for a long time, but mm-hmm. I was super hesitant because I'm like I don't know who's going to be willing to talk about their vagina in this yeah. much detail. One and two, talking about it in this light. I don't want anybody, any listener, like I have male listeners. Mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to be like, "Oh my god, that sounds like an STD." Like, no, it's not. It's not. Bacterial infections, yeast infections, they're not STDs. And bacterial infections, lo and behold, can come from uh, a male partner. You know what I'm saying? Because men sometimes don't know how to. They don't. They don't use tissue on their penis. Okay, they just dab and go (laughs) right and go and and if they do use tissue even then you still have to like deep wash down there Mm -hmm. and every man doesn't know how to and every man doesn't have to wash the same way exactly um for men that are uncircumcised they have to clean a lot more Mm -hmm. it's way easier to get a bacterial infection from someone that's uncircumcised than it is from someone that is circumcised now me personally i like the idea of not circum like if I had a son, I would not get him circumcised mm-hmm. because that's just my personal feelings on the matter. But that means you have to do an extra step of work and right. teaching them how to proper appropriately clean. And even the cleanest person mm-hmm. can still give their partner a bacterial infection. Like, Absolutely. Because a regular penis can give a bacterial infection. Exactly. It's just differences in those bodily fluids and what happens when they combine it's a great thing sex mm-hmm. is wonderful but also it comes with those it comes with some prices just a little a little bit of issue just a couple prices that don't need no want. tissue okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny i'm <laughs> serious no but seriously yeah. and i think i feel like with with the vaginal topic it's all about learning your vagina like you said every penis is different every vagina is different it's how your vagina talks to you when your vagina is literally leaking out things it's communicating with you it's giving you signs about what's coming next right you know and And that's what i had to learn i had to develop a relationship i'm still developing a relationship i'm literally in probably in my second stage of developing a relationship with my vagina because i'm letting go of old emotions same purging and you know what it's funny that it actually changes with age. So I actually figured like that I mastered something with my preteens and, and early 20s. But now that I'm crossing into late 20s, I'm starting to get to that time frame. Mm-hmm. Time frame I'm actually seeing some different changes. I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with me previously being on birth control and then getting off birth control. And now 
dealing with the changes of not having those extra hormones and I'm like oh my god like it's haywire down there yeah and you have to revamp your entire plan and everything that you did because it needs different stuff yeah even hormonally you like literally I forget which is it estrogen Mm mm-hmm that rises is it the estrogen that rises that makes us horny or what is it um yes it's an increase of estrogen when you are ovulating that increases i mean as you get older i don't know i don't know uh yeah i feel i don't know for sure though because i know your libido decreases Mm. the older you get that's what it is libido yeah but that actually decreases as you get older. So you that's why so? I'm kind of... Yeah, because that's how come you can't... You know what I'm saying? It's when they need male and female Viagras. <laughs> a, little, a little spit start. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, so that part is true. I don't, but, I've never experienced but, that. Well, that's because you're still younger. I, actually, your primal age is anywhere from 15, I believe, to 45 mm-hmm. or so. Maybe even 50. Right before menopause will start. That time frame and then i think it's even stronger between like 25 and 40 or something like that mm-hmm. where your libido is just like at its highest. highest um and that's because um well it's actually easier to get pregnant before your libido kicks in mm-hmm. i don't know the numbers are weird but yeah. my point is um you have that drive right now. Mm-hmm. This is like your baby making years, you know yeah. what i'm saying? So your body is like in full drive. Let's go bitch. Right. But then there's gonna be another change. <laughs> yeah, after for the closer you oh, get to God. yeah to to menopause. So, yeah. and that's like a whole other conversation in itself, mm-hmm. menopause. But it's interesting that your body is continuously changing with age, and we just have to kind of like roll with it and we figure it out. And me right now being in that one, one of those transitions is just kind of like kind of crazy because. I don't know how to handle it. Like, I'm just like, this is really weird. Too much going on. I think I, it, that's understandable. But I feel like it's more about you conversing with your vagina. Like, literally. Like, if you place your hands over your vagina, it's so much warmth and heat that comes through yeah. it that you know it's life. Yeah. Life. And actually, when I'm ovulating, like, I've no, And this is something just from mm-hmm. trial and error. I've actually noticed that the heat. There's an increase in heat. Like, my te- the temperature in that area is warmer yeah. when I'm ovulating than in, in the other it's time. It's just like, baby, you could put something in the oven. Right. Yeah. I, oh, we're wow. ready. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, like, so uh, you're right. You do have to develop a, a relationship with your vagina, but also... um you have to be comfortable enough to develop that relationship. Mm-hmm. And then figuring out what it needs and not just topical Throwing or mm-hmm. sexual. I'm talking about like diet mm-hmm. and Ooh. and emotionally. Like, yeah, your vagina is connect to, connected to your emotions big time. When yes. I'm stressed, I have more issues down there than oh, when yeah. I'm not stressed. Sacral chakra right there. Right. So um, that's why I, I think I mentioned this you, to you before that we needed to do uh, yoni steams. I really want to try yoni steam to cleanse, especially since we're both in this like purging moment mm-hmm. of like purging emotionally, purging physically, purging financially, Lord Jesus. Yeah. And since we're in that phase, it's the perfect time to steam yeah. everything out. No, I'm serious. Like, uh, I'm but so how stressed. many, how many, 
<laughs> so no, I, I've literally been seeing Yoni themes everywhere, and I forget that we did have that conversation. Yeah, we need to figure out how to, like... We need to link up and do it, yeah. like, soon, because I feel like that's going to be a great addition to uh, me adding on a relationship. I feel like, I promise you, my vagina is like, baby, just let it go. <laughs> I, I literally, and this is how you know you still have sexual partners, because we know that sex is not just physica- physical, mm-hmm. it's energy. Mm-hmm. How I know I still have physical partners lingering inside of my womb mm. is that I feel emotions that I know aren't mine. Mm. But that has some empath traits to it. Yeah. Which I don't know if everyone experiences, but I definitely feel what you're saying. Me being an empath as well, like, I have those, I have moments where I just randomly think of an ex mm-hmm. at random, and I'm just like, I wonder how they're doing, or for no reason, something feels off, I should reach out. And then it, it's out of the blue, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's definitely connected to that soul tie that you make when you lay with a partner. Yeah. Um, and that's what, yeah, that's why I'm definitely interested in the Yoni scenes. Also because, not just sexual connections... I have trauma connections that Same. I think are directly connected to the vagina and Absolutely. steaming out that just seems like the perfect It does. <laughs> the and I was plan. I was trying to actually I'm glad we're talking about this because I was trying to see if we could do one at home, like just prepare one ourselves at home. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather go to the thing first just to see how they do it. I feel like it's not that I think it's just you literally just get a boiling pot of hot water. Drop all the herbs and things in the hot water, and then sit over the water. But how are we gonna? So, we gonna how are we gonna sit over it? So um, I've seen people use buckets, like oh. like fresh mop buckets that they bleach out clean. Yeah. Um, I've seen people use the these are more expensive, but I've seen people use the little porter potty things, like the bedpan mm-hmm. things. Um, there's a lot of different options, mm. but you definitely have to get the boiling hot water into something, and then we're able to sit on it. So I think we should try that. I want to do them in a combo. So I want to do the yoni steam and then right behind it, I want to try a yoni egg. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. They had some at the place. Right. So I want to do them like in the same. So like I want to do the steam and as soon as we're done with the steam, I want to put an egg up there. That's perfect. Yeah. And just like not only cleanse what's in there out, but, but heal. He, right. Yeah. Right. Heal with some sort of. I, w- um, I would love a rose quartz. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've been really attracted to rose quartz. I feel like I've been really attracted to Tiger's Eyes since. Um, really? Yeah. And for people that don't know, I know I was supposed to do Wind Down Wednesdays where I talk about um, different crystals. I'm working on putting that back into the schedule. Bear with me. I'm working on setting up a schedule all together so that there are no more missed podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, again, bear with me. But um, So the rose quartz stone is a stone based off of the attraction of love and passion um, not just love for one for one another, but love for oneself. Mm-hmm. Um, love for your environment. Heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's healing to the heart and to the emotions. Tiger's eye is more of like a ambitious um, protection stone. Mm-hmm. So it's literally there for protection. Um, it brings power. It brings empowerment. It brings um, emotional confidence, stability, stability mm-hmm. um, and all of that. With Tiger's Eye. For some reason, I've been gravitating to a lot of those stones. So, 
Yeah, I, I noticed that when we went to the herbal shop that you mm-hmm. were like looking at a lot of rose quartz. Yeah, and I love rose quartz. Don't get me wrong. And I, it's crazy that I got the tiger. I got you know I got the you tiger's, got the tiger's eye. eye. That's I crazy. I I, I didn't know that you were interested in I tiger's love eye. Tiger's eye. I remember when you picked it up. I was like, that's tiger's eye. I know for a fact it's tiger's yeah, eye. Yeah, and I had to ask the lady like, excuse me, is this really tiger's eye? I was eye? like, let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, I know tiger's eye when I see it <laughs> because I've done so much research on it. Because yeah. every time I've seen it, I just it literally looks like this warped like thing that that looks at me. Mm-hmm. It looks like it an looks eyeball. Like Almost, yeah. yeah, and so I'm almost like, oh my god, what is that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like infatuated with it, so I continuously like float towards it. But but it's 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 interesting because when I'm with AJ, I attract to I think it's hematite, 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 yeah. But it's only when I'm physically with him and mm-hmm. I go to a crystal shop that I attract to that. I don't know why that is, but we both pull towards that one stone when we're mm-hmm. together. So it's really interesting. Stones is a whole other thing (laughs) but But using it as a yoni suppository yeah would be absolutely beautiful outstanding i mean i wouldn't i could imagine the immense amount of energy and and i think something that women don't realize is how much energy we can absorb through our like that is it's there to not just push out and birth but also to absorb and create yeah heal that's yeah. why I, I definitely feel like I am, I know I'm an empath for sure, because when I've had sex with guys, like, they'll be like, oh my God, I feel so rejuvenated, I feel so Yo. healed, I feel this, and then I would feel depleted and drained, I'm like, I've had what sex is happening? with not just men, but women, and that's how I know that it's, because, you know, a, a woman is not going to, it's just different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I've had sex with both men and women, and it's the same overall where they're just like uh, infatuated yes. after the fact they're just like oh my god like mm-hmm. I have to have that again I have to do that again mm-hmm. I, I need that and I'm like what the fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't understand it but it's something about that empathic because you're literally taking their pain away Yeah, and it's a beautiful thing but also it's a dangerous thing for an empath um and you know what? We need to probably do another podcast just speaking on what it's like to be and empathic. Yeah. Um, because it's a whole different ballgame for someone else. And I think but that's why we're so sensitive. And that's why this topic was important for me to do with you because it was like, I need to talk to somebody that's that sensitive. Because someone that's sensitive, we don't care who's listening. We don't care mm-hmm. what the conversation about. We're talking about getting healthy mm-hmm. in all ways, in every part of our body, like... Yeah. Oh, we're doing this. Like yep. we're talking about it, <laughs> and and it has to be done. Like people yeah. have to know, you know, what it takes to to heal. Because and, and and people need to have realistic boundaries and standards with themselves too. That's why it's so important for us to remain, you know, these these humble, beautiful, light being creatures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I feel like people relate more to people who are that that <laughs> yeah rather than oh yeah you know i'm a know-it-all i know this no i'm in the learning process with you boo we can learn together what's exactly. popping exactly exactly that's um i don't know that's really interesting I, I need to rewrite a couple podcasts where we like introduce our type of people to the conversation because that's mm-hmm. something that i don't think i've done in detail on the podcast but back to the main topic <laughs> So, tell me some things that, like, step by step, what are some things that you do to cleanse? 
just start naming them off. Wow. Okay. The first thing I do to cleanse physically, I've just started this, but my thumb is so small. <laughs> I just started um, these tea tree oil, tea tree suppositories. And tea How tree, is that going? It's going really, really well. Okay. Like, it almost feels like it's peppermint in your vaginal your area. And you just really feel like everything, all the gunk is coming out. It, it helps with bacterial vaginosis. It also helps with scent and smell. Um, it helps with yeast infections as well. It just helps you feel cleaner. It helps you, just also it helps with um, moisture. Um, hmm. It not only pulls the moisture down, but if you if you feel like you're not getting enough moisture down there, it helps with the moisture too. Okay, very interesting. So that's one of the Where things. Where did you get your depositories from? Um, Amazon. Suppositories. Yeah, Amazon. <laughs> Definitely just type in tea tree suppositories, but there's so many of them. I like to, I like to try, the last one I tried was a vegan suppository and that really helped. Okay. But I feel like what's causing, um, you know, my ongoing BV is number one, it's an emotional connection that I have with old sex partners. Mm -hmm. um, it's also good because of my diet. I eat a lot of like, I haven't had vegetables in a while. Yeah. I, I do feel like that before me and AJ lived together, I ate much healthier. Mm -hmm. I ate a lot more vegetables and it's because he doesn't like vegetables. Mm -hmm. So in order to prevent waste, I don't make that many vegetables, but... I do recall having a better scent overall when I ate more fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Especially because I prefer to eat fruits and vegetables over meat anyway. I'm not really mm -hmm. a big meat eater. Yeah, you're not seeking meat, you know. You'll eat I, it because... I just eat it, especially now I eat it because, like, I have to cook for him and he eats meat mm -hmm. a lot. So I'm eating more meat than I ever have. Right. And I think that that has a lot to do. It's a lot more fat intake. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if my... I don't think my vagina likes it at all. Yeah. <laughs> my vagina's like, excuse me. Can we get a break, please? Um, where's the spinach? <laughs> yeah, and that... You I, like spinach. Girl, <laughs> when I tell you the amount of soda that I've had this week is just... Well, what's the... Well, yeah, this week is just horrendous. Yeah. My body needed some water. You think I gave it to it? No. You drank wine. I, no, I drank soda. <laughs> you drank more soda. I drank more soda, and I was just like, I'm sorry, body, but I had a bottle of water today in the Uber ride, so. Yeah, I know that I'm dehydrated <laughs> because I woke up twice last night and chugged water. Just yeah. Just like, Yeah, literally. And just in the bathroom, like, are you okay? Like, you're good. I'm What's just happening? drinking water. Right. He's like, are you sure? Right. It sounded like I was probably gagging. <laughs> it's like, that does not sound like water. <laughs> But How yeah. about you? What What do you do? You are your cleansing methods more emotionally like cleansing, uh, or is it like physical? It's definitely more physical. I think I need to incorporate some more emotional cleansing. Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll see how that works. Being that right now I am on a like emotional diet, so mm -hmm. to speak, and what that means is anybody that I feel is draining to me, um, I have not really interacted with. Um, I'm on social media, but in a playful way I don't stay on for very long um so I'm taking more of a emotional break from the world if that makes any mm -hmm. sense and absolutely it's, and it's very necessary because I was definitely and still am definitely in a burnout so um we will see what it feels like what I feel like after mm -hmm. um I, I will guarantee you a hundred times more better girl I <laughs> fucking hope so let you me will. tell you you will but yeah, so uh, I'm taking that. I did cut my hair off. It looks amazing, by the way. Thank you. Um, 
don't know if I feel the same way. I miss my locks, but I know that I will get them back, so I'm not so pressed about the fact that I lost them. It's just mm-hmm. dead weight at this point. I went through a lot while I had those locks. Mm-hmm. Um, emotionally, financially, all the whole nine. So now I feel like that weight is off, and... I can start afresh. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens after this. But but normally I do more of a physical cleanse. So if I realize there's something off, I definitely do a diet change. I definitely intake more water. Um, I try to slow down on alcohol. I drink a lot of alcohol, though. So slowing down on alcohol for me is just like <laughs> Well, drinking. intake more water. Right. It was like, <laughs> it's just the same amount, but like I, I pee more because I drink yeah. more water in between. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so um, I do that. I do a lot more juices and mm-hmm. smoothies and just any way to get as much vegetable and fruit in me as possible. Okay. Um, and then I do, I will occasionally have to go to the doctor for a BV and get antibiotics. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend that though. Yeah. That, that it's awful. not the best option. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great like last minute. I absolutely need to get all of this out of me right now, but you have to be prepared with the right probiotics, with the right, you know what I'm saying? Vitamins to put back in there or yeah. else like you're going to end up with a still, yeast infection all over again. Yeah. And yeah, still in the hole. So yeah. I hate doing antibiotics. I really do, but I will. Um, right now I've been doing antibiotics not for my BV though, because I don't think that I have it anymore. Mm-hmm. I think I have it for a toothache. Mm-hmm. So, but the same thing, it sucks having to take any kind of antibiotic for any reason because it is going to set off your pH balance. Mm-hmm. That shit just sucks. It freaking sucks. <laughs> it fucking sucks. But, but it's cool. People don't know what women have to go through. You know what I'm saying? Man, I take a fucking antibiotic for a tooth. Next thing I know, I'm smelling like sewage water when I go to have <laughs> sex, and I'm like. Ugh. What's I'm just happening? I'm just trying to get my tooth together. Yeah. Like I can't. Yeah. I can't do you know this. Another thing too though, dairy. Dairy for me, I feel like definitely Girl, I've been told you to stop with the dairy. You did say that. I've been told you. I eat dairy probably pizza. So how often do I eat pizza? Not often. Like once a week, mm-hmm. if that. Um so dairy is <laughs> not good mm-hmm. for yoni. It's not. Period. Especially um, for African American yonis. Exactly. Um yogurt is a good option. A dairy-free yogurt is even better with mm-hmm. probiotics. Yeah. Wow. And I hate yogurt. Yeah. I fucking hate yogurt. You've never seen yogurt in this house. But I will eat yogurt if I feel like my vagina is just that desperate. Yeah. <laughs> I will drink yogurt um, and try to make it better in that way. But, like, girl, yeah. That's probably all my steps. Just changing my diet is probably mm-hmm. my first go-to plan after that i'm like going to a doctor because i don't want to smell bad yeah like at at this point it's just like baby (laughs) let me go see it if if, and that's the thing like you have to know when it's borderline std or is it really just baby (laughs) let me tell you let me tell you let me tell you because we've all had an std i'm not gonna say we all had an std but the majority of people out here over the age of 25 that have gone through college Mm -hmm. have come up with some std at some something i don't give a fuck the vast majority i will say that and so, when you have an STD, I do feel like there's a point where you realize, huh, I think I have an STD. <laughs> right, yeah. Because this is more than just some, like, default, something's off. Mm-hmm. Also, I do recommend staying with a gynecologist, getting checked up on. They can always tell you exactly what the problem is. And then it's your choice if you want to go the route of medication to fix it or 
you know, herbs. herbal, mm-hmm. herbal to fix it. And so um, once you have a, a rapport with your doctor and you are able to hear that person say what's what, mm-hmm. you kind of start to figure it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I can tell when it's bacterial, when it's yeast, when it's, if it's ever something. I've only ever had one situation where it's ever been something more mm-hmm. than God. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> mm-hmm. that's my point. Like, I can tell now. Yeah. And that's, go, going back to you talking about having a relationship with your yoni, like, that's important for you to understand exactly what's going on and when. To know when something's wrong, to know when everything's okay, you just want to change something up because you don't like the how this goes or how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've one time lost the smell completely, but then I also lost the lubrication completely, and okay. I was like, "Whoa, okay, okay, <laughs> retract, restart, something's off." I don't, oh, well, I don't know. Something. I don't know if this is a good thing, but I've been doing it. <laughs> oh, I've been uh, putting like lukewarm water in like this little summer eves bottle and flushing my flushing. Douching? Yeah, you should not do. Is that bad? Douching is with terrible. water. Douching is terrible, regardless, because what you're doing is the bacteria that's sitting at the the bottom that's getting ready to come out or trying to come out. You're actually pushing it all the way back up, Aww. and then trying to pull something. So. There's residual bacteria that stays all the way up in your vaginal canal. Damn. Yeah. Don't douche. Um, what you want to do is something more. Your your suppositories. Mm-hmm. Those are helping with that, so you yeah. don't need to do anything. Okay. So I've been doing it. Aspect. Yeah, because it's clean from the inside. It's cleaning. Mm-hmm. It's constantly cleaning. So the only other option you would have to get rid of what's already inside is to put is to change what you're putting in your body. Okay. Oh, yeah. That makes That's sense. The only... You see, guys, it's all about learning. I'm learning. I didn't know that. We're all <laughs> learning, though. We're all learning. Somebody one time told me to take aloe vera, like a slice of aloe vera root, and mm. just put that up there. Oh, God. And I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm tempted I... to try it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what she told me was to take aloe vera, take the, the jelly from the inside, slice it into cubes, and freeze it. Mm-hmm. And then take the frozen cubes and put it in your vagina. Oh, yeah, that sounds, that sounds like suppositories. Right. Like a natural, all-natural, holistic suppository. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'll try it. Right. I'll try it. So I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But that's what I got. <laughs> yeah, man, I think I think, you know, for the listeners out there that are definitely African American and are, that are female, I feel like, you know, step one is building a relationship with your yoni and don't be afraid to ask questions and don't be afraid to, you know, figure out what your yoni needs, whether it's healing from past traumas, healing from, you know, the sexual partners, em- emotional wounds that they caused you because they're entering into your yoni. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just don't be afraid to test out water, see what you like, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And Definitely visit your gyno regularly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, the biggest tip I have at the end of this conversation. Visit your gyno regularly. If you have any questions about that, um, just, like I said, go to your nearest gynecologist. Figure out what it, you, what you need mm-hmm. for your personal vagina. Yes. And what works for you. Um, and then, of course, if you want to ask Bougie Black Girls any questions, follow us at the underscore Bougie Black Girls on Instagram. Send me any DMs that you want. I always respond. It is me, Nikki G, responding to your uh, posts. So just keep that in mind. Everything is confidential unless you want it to be broadcasted. That's all the way up to you. But Oh, yes, I know. Promo, promo. Sorry. Bougie Black Girls does have lashes. 
out and I just want to say as a genuine uh, tester as a buyer as a consumer I want to let you know that these lashes are everything okay they have a thick <laughs> band they have long luscious mink eyelashes strands that do not come apart even when you pull your eyelashes off at night okay they come with the case a little beautiful case with a little spoolie to brush and clean those lashes out okay promo 